It's summer, glorious, playful, spicy summer. And just like your favorite summer hits, I'm bringing back some of my favorite episodes this summer. This month, I'm excited to share some of my steamiest episodes from season one and season two. And be sure to come back and join me next month as I return with all new episodes. Season three of the podcast is gonna be a little grittier, but still delicious, or as I like to call it, griddlicious. Till then, grab a cool drink, find a sunny spot, and soak up all of the replay rays on Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast. Are you ready to swing into the holidays with me? You and I today are going to start this festive month of glad tidings out with a bang. This episode is juicy with a capital J. You might be over there drinking your cup of coffee right now asking why swinging as a topic, Sadie, you're not married, you're divorced. Exactly. I'm divorced and therefore a unicorn. If you don't know what that means, you'll find out later on this episode. And also, let's just be a little curious, shall we? Plus, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for some time now, you know how I love my out-of-the-box, spicy, midlife, post-divorce topics. And so far this year, I've done episodes on non-monogamy, specifically ethical non-monogamy and polyamory. I've done episodes on intergenerational dating and one of my favorites, getting your kink on after divorce. And then of course, the scrumptious episode, 50 Shades of Vibrations. So again, I love my out-of-the-box topics. And if you haven't listened to those yet, you can certainly do so on my website, divorcedandhappy.net or on any major podcast platform. So definitely treat yourself after this episode to one of those yummy topics. And I know I've learned a lot and I hope you can say the same from all of those delicious conversations with my amazing guests. And I know today you and I, we're gonna learn some things about the world of swinging that we didn't know before. We're gonna debunk some of the taboo around it. I promise, wait and see. So I'm excited. Are you excited? This is exciting. My delicious guests, David and Carol from the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast. They're also excited and very interested in answering all of your curious questions around what it's like to swing as a married couple. And I promise they are not the couple who holds back in any sense of the word. They are going to bear it all today and then some. So this episode is going to be very much an adult experience. So go and grab your holiday cocktail and get cozy by your tree. And let me say that again. This is an adult conversation. A lot of candid sex talk is about to go down. Lots of it. I can't say that enough. Okay. You've been prepped. And as part of the adulting fun this week, I invited my Instagram followers. Yes. You to send me some burning questions to ask David and Carol and boy, did you come up with some steamy ones? If you're not following me on Instagram, please do so at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. So it may be cold outside on this first Thursday in December, but baby, it's about to get a lot hotter in here. So let's get this holiday party started, shall we? With some burning questions. Burning questions. Let's turn up the heat for 60 seconds. Well, I know I am really ready to turn up the heat with my guests today, David and Carol. How are you doing in Montreal over there? Are you ready to turn up the heat with me? Always. We want more heat. It's cold here. I know. It's cold here in St. Paul, too. Well, we're going to do that with these juicy burning questions. And I will say the listeners contributed, so they're a little extra today. They're a little extra today. All right. They are not G-rated. Far from, actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put... don't do G-rating. <laughs> I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Here we go. You're ready. Which do you prefer, a three-way or a couple swap? Couple, couple swap. swap. Which is the best city for swinging parties? Florida. Florida. 
My oh, city, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Which do you prefer, watching or participating? Participating. Always participating. What's your favorite toy to use while swinging? We don't Sibian. use a whole lot of toy. Yeah, Sibian would be great, yes. Why is BBC a fantasy for swingers outside of the obvious? That's the only reason. <laughs> it's a bucket list thing. <laughs> What's more delicious than swinging? I'm Fucking my husband is still more delicious. I got to say it. Can you ever get the sheets too wet? Well, Never. Not, not with our top waterproof blanket. Exactly. Mm. Yes. What's a myth around swinging you'd like to debunk? It's driven by the men when it's actually driven by the woman. Ooh, what's your favorite holiday role play? Do you a little bad Santa, naughty elf? What do you like to do? We do sexy Santa for sure in mm-hmm. front of the tree. How do you plan to swing into the holidays? Making lots of dates and meeting lots of new people. Absolutely. We've committed to meeting new couples. Ooh, that was juicy for me. So fun. Thank you, Carol and David. And thank you, listener, for those fun questions. Well, we are going to start the holiday season off with some playful fun with this conversation. Uh, A couple who definitely knows how to play during the holidays or any time of year. Thank you so much, Carol and David. Now, I want to hear right away, and I know the listener does too, you have a very unique divorce story. Both of you have been divorced. So Dish, tell us. Yes. Our story is definitely unique because my ex-husband is married to David's (laughs) ex-wife. And then the jaw drops. Yes. Yes. Mind blown. Uh, Really what happened was uh, we were all friends and neighbors. Uh, We skied together. Our family skied together. We were not swingers at the time. Not at all. We did not swing with our exes. And uh, we didn't even have sex with our exes. Our exes. That's why we got divorced. Right. (laughs) Many of us could say that, David. Yes. Uh, but our exes fell in love with each other. Uh, we fell in love after some time. So after our exes had dumped us, we became friends. We became a couple. We became married. And we for the first married. few years of our couple, we celebrated our dump day as our anniversary. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. So yeah. how did that? Okay, I'm just so curious. So like, clearly that was shocking when you yeah. re- received that news. Did you immediately reach out to each other since you were already friends? We didn't well, reach out to actually, each other. We fucked each other. We were no, we were friends and neighbors, like I said. And in fact, the day I got the news from my ex, he told me, listen, I want to leave you for some, I'm not going to say any names. I got on the phone and I called David. I said, I just got dumped. I have a feeling you're getting dumped too. And sure enough, that night she told him. So he knew before she said it. And yeah. So you, you had that phone call and then what happened? Like, how did the dating well, begin? I, the, the really fun thing was that we had all planned to go to a, a Christmas party at David's house. Oh, he was God. hosting with his ex-wife. I was going to say, was he in a Santa so, suit? Were you playing Naughty uh, Santa no, at that time? No Naughty Santa at that time. No, no sexy we Santa did, happening. We, we had, got much sexier after the divorce. Yes, we had just been dumped. We ended up at the party and we both kind of left the party. It was just not worth staying. We had just been dumped. We were not in happy spirits. Got a blowjob in the car. We went to Carol's <laughs> house and had monkey sex. Kind of like that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a fun way to pass the time during the holidays. Works for and me. I'm sure it works for the listener. And you know, it's the first thing I did. I mean, Carol and I fucked after that. But the first thing I did by myself, being a single guy who just got dumped by his wife, I did the one thing that most guys out there don't get to do. And I fucked the babysitter. Yeah, you've shared that before. That's a fun story for you. I can tell. You like that story. <laughs> I do. I do. Kind of proud of and then she came back. Yeah, right. She, she came, came back, back for more. more. <laughs> So and the you, real estate agent. You fucked the I did a real estate, estate agent when I was looking for a home. You, you know, know why? Because I could. Yeah. It sounds like they were willing and ready. So I say, why yeah. not? Um, well, okay. we were quite sex deprived at the time. Right. And so yes. as soon as we were released, I guess, from these horrible relationships, I say that now because it's so easy 16 years later right. to look back 
back on it, but we both jumped into fucking whoever we could, whenever we could right away, including each other. But we also fucked a lot of other people. And looking, looking back on it, Sadie, uh, you know, the day you get dumped is at that moment is like the worst day of your life. But looking back now, 15 years later, it was absolutely the best day of our life. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think divorce, there's a lot to be grateful for around divorce. I did an episode about that back in November. So definitely Mm -hmm. check that episode out. Okay. So now I'm so curious to learn. So you began dating and then you became, uh, you know, a happy couple. You got married. So when did you decide you were going to integrate swinging into your journey? Well, first first I had to convince Carol that we were a couple. It cost (laughs) me a couple of hundred thousand dollars. I had to pay her. I said, come on, let's be a real couple. No, I'm just joking. It took us two years before we actually became a couple. Out in the open. Out in the open. Because we were fucked friends from day one, minute one. Even though we were dating other people we were still having great monkey sex the two of us we shared all our experiences with each other and then two years later i i i pried carol away from work she was a workaholic she'd never been to an all-inclusive and we went away to temptation in cancun which is a topless optional resort and we met this couple from uh, england who were living in amsterdam and they started telling us all about the open the lifestyle culture while he was yeah. sitting there massaging sunscreen into her tits and carol's poking me in the side saying don't you ever think about doing that to me in public (laughs) and have things changed now carol are you open to david doing that in public okay and i kind of thought he was weird by doing that in public right when we were sitting beside him and talking to him and then he's like rubbing her tits right in front of us i thought that's the kind of thing but you you weren't a prude i mean you'd been to topless beaches yeah yeah and i was happy to have clearly you're very sexually active at the time you were being yeah yeah i just thought don't touch my tits in public i'll show them to who i want to but (laughs) right so okay so so you so so a question. Okay, so you went to this topless all-inclusive, you met this couple, and then did they invite you to a party? Like what happened here's, next? Here's how it went. We actually were so intrigued. We asked questions and you know, we For just two or thought, three days, yeah. Yeah. Over the cor- course of a few days, we sat next to them. They had the bed next to us on the beach. They were assigned beach beds. And we happened to meet up with them every day. And so after a couple of days and lots of questions, which then Dave and I would discuss back in our room and then ask more questions the next day, we decided we wanted to try it. So we actually didn't try it with them first we actually tried like a soft swap kind of a massage, massage thing with another mm. couple right and then a we told them swap. about it the next day okay. we told them that this is what happened to us we were so intrigued by all these discussions that we found a sexy couple and we actually did these massages and swapped hands you know everybody doing one and then the other and we took turns like that and then we actually had sex beside each other in bed mm-hmm. so when we told them about what we did they went oh my god would you guys like to have a date with us and we went mm. okay sure so we did we had a date with and them. And she came out wearing these boots up to her you know, thighs, the, thigh the high heels yes. with all the laces. Yeah. And she kept them on. So we all undressed each other. We all got sexy and horny. And she started sucking my cock and Carol was playing with him. And then they had this little ritual, which is um, he came on Carol's tits and she licked it off yeah. and we were done. Yeah, that was their thing. So Quite it was a memorable a, experience, sounds like. So, so it was it was soft that, swap. That was Not that we soft, knew yeah. what it was. A soft swap for your listeners out there is any Anything goes, but no penetration with anybody else but your partner. Okay. More flirty, more touchy, uh, okay. oral sex, everything yeah. up to and in, not including sex. Right. So uh, full swap sex. is you can fuck whoever you want, put your cock where you want, put your pussy on what you want. And you just it's, said that before you go into the, the date. Yeah, you I have that assume. conversation before. I mean, right. we didn't because we didn't know what we didn't know what we didn't know. On. Right. That's we so just true. followed their lead. That's right. so true. And now yeah. you're the experts. Delicious. Delicious. But the fun story, if I'll just continue that week in Cancun, so we started by learning, then we wanted to 
try it, which we did. And then we had the second um, encounter with that couple who were our, our teachers. And then we met another couple the next night and they were full swap swingers and uh, we went with them. So we had a Yeah, they'd trick. been there for a week and uh, they hadn't had any success. And on their last night, they met us who just found out about swinging and we had an amazing session with them. Right. And 15 years later, we're still good friends with them. Yeah. And they were our first full swap swinger experience. Yes. Yeah, well, what a lot of my listeners want to understand is how do you keep the emotional attachment out of the lifestyle and how do you avoid jealousy? I think everyone's so curious about that. So of course, jealousy is one of the, well, this is the question we get asked all the time. So this is kind of how I explain it. Jealousy is a natural reaction, but when you're very safe and secure in your relationship and you've chosen to share your partner, um, then you you don't really feel jealousy. You know that your partner loves you. You know that your partner worships you and adores you and that we're only doing this for sex. And you really do separate the emotional versus the sexual encounters that you have with people. So Dave and I consider ourselves emotionally monogamous, Mm -hmm. but we like to have sex with other people. So um, the jealousy does not pop up for us because we are so secure in our relationship. Now, for those who are not, we do not suggest that you go into swinging. You have to be a strong, loving couple that's part of the definition of swinging right. in order to share your partner without the jealousy. And people who circulate in the lifestyle, the swinging lifestyle, um, and there's about um, four or 5% of the population in North America that do 17% identify as open. Um, people aren't going to swing looking for love. No, they're, they're looking for yeah. sex, plain yeah. and simple. Yeah. So when you go to a swingers club and there's many of them all over the US and Canada and Europe, People who are there um, are there to get fucked. They're there to have sex. They're not there to date and to meet and And to look for a new partner. It's not kink. It's not polyamory. Like those are separate worlds. So if you're looking more for for love, even relationship, I think there's love and kink relationships. Absolutely. hundred percent. So so, yeah, that's just a different, different type of connection. you're You're going to these clubs and everybody is there for the same thing. At one point in time in the evening, you're going to get naked. If you've met someone, they're going to say, so you want to get naked? You could say, no, thank you. You know, it's not clicking with us, but everybody's there for the same reason. If you go on vacation to a desire in Cancun, a hedonism in Jamaica, the bliss cruises, it's all the same. Everybody's there for very similar reasons. And there's people who hang out at the resorts and clubs who are nudists and they're voyeurs. And there's some who are exhibitionists. And there's enough um, people and things to do for everybody out there. But there's very few people who are looking for love. I'm a really curious person. So I'm curious to learn who between the two of you, who gets to who gets to decide, well, we're going to do this with this couple or is it a joint agreement? Do you always do this together? Do you ever do it separately? So for our rules, I mean, anybody in the lifestyle can make up whatever rules they want that's good for their couple. But for David and myself, we've always agreed that we do it together. Same room, same bed, same pile. Right. We don't. And and we enjoy the experience of watching our other, our our partners actually have a lot of sexual fun. That's what we like about it. Right. And and to answer your question, in in our couple, um, we always talk about the other person or couple that we want to play with. Yeah, we'll talk about it together. And there's no taking one for the team. It's either one hundred percent in or no. And, and Carol actually holds the Trump card. It's always the woman who drives in the swinging lifestyle. That's because guys would fuck anything, you know, that's, that's so true. That's the bottom line. That's so true, Carol. That's How many so times true. have I told that to Sadie? That's so true. That's so true. Are you going to fuck her? Oh yeah. We're going to have a piece. <laughs> For sure. Well, Montreal would be a fun adventure. So uh, I am, you know, someone who identifies as ethically non-monogamous and what that choice has given to me is to be really strong in myself because I know the men that I'm dating are dating other 
other women. And so sometimes I'll be like, well, I hope so-and-so is having really great sex with someone tonight because I'm not having sex with him. So he might as well be having great sex with somebody else. And it's been good for me to not to like work through that jealousy or work through that. Oh, I wish it was me. But you don't, but you don't have that. That's what's so intriguing. You don't, you don't have any of that. And actually when we're in a swinging situation, the opposite of jealousy is compersion. And when we see when I see Carol fucking someone else or sucking someone else's cock, it actually turns me on. Oh, sure. And I, re- I remember one of the first times um, we were playing with another couple and I was doing um, the other girl doggy. And Carol was just sitting there in, in awe watching my cock go into another pussy mm. because, you know, you There's can't. Something, well, it's not if, something you usually see. Right, right. If I'm doing you doggy, Sadie, you can't see what it looks like. <laughs> but if I'm I doing mirror, someone I could, else. Kind of. Sorry. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But it was just watching each other have pleasure with other people is the complete opposite of jealousy in our relationship. I love that. So, okay. I, okay. Backstory about me. So when I first was divorced, I was very curious about many things, tried many things. And I met a friend who lives in Chicago and he introduced me to the swinging world. Now he is a single man. He's never been married. He's in his thirties. And for him, you know, it's like perfect because as he would say it, he's providing a lovely service for married women who want to spice up their sex life, which why not? And what I enjoyed about being brought into that world was just seeing how happy married couples were it made it made me so happy I'm like well I'm divorced but I'm happy that you're happy doing this that's fantastic now for me as a divorced woman it didn't really seem like a fit for me uh, I can see as you know I have many divorced friends who are men who really like swinging with couples like yourself because that's so much fun for everybody but for me as a divorced woman I really haven't found how I fit into that world because unless I'm in a couple or have a significant other walking into a swinging event for me as a woman feels a little overwhelming. So do you have any thoughts, advice for people like myself who have curiosity around the world of swinging? Well, certainly you can go on a date and you and your date can go into this swinging lifestyle where you don't walk in by yourself. And that could give you an opportunity to to also get to know your date very quickly, but also have fun with other people. Um, if that makes you feel a little bit more secure going into it, that could be a way of exploring. We've also seen uh, single women and single men who are friends, uh, but not necessarily fuck friends, go into a club and then they separate. And the mm-hmm. woman goes and plays with couples as a, as a unicorn. And this is a swinging club. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. And, then, and then the guy goes and goes as a manicorn and or a bull as uh, some people might want to call it and you go and you have a great evening and then you leave together or you leave with the couple or you know everything is is fluid yeah and I just want to clarify because most of the time in swinging clubs single men are not always invited or they're limited right they're not allowed unless they're with a woman yes most of the time or a couple or a couple couple. okay Okay. so single ladies are always welcome no matter what (laughs) I've learned that I have learned that most clubs have uh, Saturday nights is couples only and Friday nights is they allow single men, but usually limited. So that's why he was saying that two single people can get together and go their separate ways or or stay together if they want to just support each other in this life. So Sadie, wh- why would you be a little apprehensive to going into a swingers club or going to a lifestyle vacation by yourself? Well, I will share when I was in Miami this last spring, I was with a friend and he and I went to a swinger pool party and I had my top off, but I kept my bottoms on and I felt uncomfortable at times because men tell 
touched me without my consent. I did not like yeah, that. That's no, not they right. don't get the rules. Yeah, that's not right. No, that wasn't right. And so it, it's things like that don't make me want to show up to an event by myself without a male yeah. friend. I mean, at least I, I had him there and he noticed it too. And he would say, well, that wasn't cool what that person just did. And it wasn't, you know, obnoxious, but it wasn't with my consent. Like if you want to grab you know, my if, ass, you need to ask me first. If, if you just get to you grab went, my ass. If, if you went to a real swingers club or a lifestyle. How do you know it's a real swingers club? Well, you know, you, well, you said you were at a swinger party, but it was right. it a club. It was someone's it home. Wasn't, it was a pool party at this right. hotel. Right. Okay. Because, because in the lifestyle, there's, there's three main rules and anybody who spends any time in it gets them and, and you can't survive in it without them. The rules are ask first, no means no. And if you don't get an enthusiastic, yes, it means no. And I'll add a fourth one in there where respect is paramount. Mm-hmm. And and if you're at a place where people are touching you without without them asking, it's the wrong place to be. Because, you know, if you got into a sexual situation, swingers know that if someone says, hey, stop, hey, I'm not into you stop. And and it, it's not about you personally. It's about the situation not being right. So um, unfortunately, I guess you went to a party and you got a, a bad feeling. But um, as a single woman, if you went to a club in, for, for example, Fort Lauderdale Trapeze, which is one of the nicest swingers clubs in uh, North America, they have one in Atlanta as well. Um, yes, the, Atlanta. The I might be going to Atlanta next a month, uh-huh. so I might have to lean into that club. It is. And we've met um, twice single women at the, uh, those clubs. And, you know, they're sitting at the bar and they actually get to choose who they want to talk to, who they want to play with, how they want to play. And we had a great, great um, time with single women there. One of them was not bisexual or bi-curious, and I had to work oh. really, really hard. I got no sympathy for my baseball buddies having <laughs> told them about my threesome. And the other one was very bi-curious, and Carol and her got into it, and they took care of me, and it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, if anybody out there is listening, if you're going to something that is about the lifestyle, about swinging, make sure it's a credible place where you know they're, they're especially if you're new to it right yeah, yeah. But the rules in advance for sure they're very important because you know nowhere where we go do you have guys groping people who they shouldn't be groping because they, they need to ask and it goes the same for women yeah. you know women don't have free reign where they can just be grabbing and sucking cocks they they have to ask can't we we can't just be grabbing and sucking <laughs> cocks david now i don't know what i think if i want to do i, I take a, a you know a global <laughs> yes just you know say yes now and you can do it fine forever no, no, that no. doesn't work. So you've no, been I'm married not. 16 years, yep. 16 We've years been together, That's 16 years together yeah. and married for 14, eight, eight years, eight years. Fantastic. Yeah. So how would you say, let's end on this delicious note. How would you say swinging has enhanced your relationship? Oh my gosh. In so many ways, it has kept us young. It's kept us fun. It's kept us meeting new people. Uh, there's always spice in our sex life. We have learned so much from the other couples that we have met because you don't know what you don't know. And, you know, we were having horrible sex in our marriage we got together we started having great monkey sex and then we started meeting people and going to parties and going on trips and becoming part of orgies and the different ways that people do things the way carol gives me a blowjob now is a million times different than how it was when we first started going out because she gets to watch she's down there you know two yeah, girls sucking your cock you know, our, our evolution in the sexual in our sexuality for is, sure. happens over time naturally it didn't it doesn't go downhill for us it's gone uphill every single absolutely moment. in terms of role-playing and fantasies and pushing boundaries and doing things in different places because you can when you're in a couple and you have a strong relationship with great community
communication. Great communication. I love that. All about. Very enticing. Well, I can't wait to meet you sometime uh, in the lovely city of Montreal. I hope you have the most delicious holiday season. And thank you so much for this candid conversation. I'm all about sex positivity. I know for me, my divorce has really given me a sexual renaissance, which I am just so grateful, grateful for. And it's opened my eyes to so much possibility around sex and how sex can be so juicy and delicious. So thank you again, David and Carol, and for everything you do. Now, how does the listener find you and learn about your podcast and your amazing blanket and all of that fun? We like keeping life simple. All people have to do is go to thesexylifestyle.com. Everything about us is there. Our podcast is on Voice America. Look for The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. And um, And our blanket you can buy on Amazon. Yeah, top top waterproof blanket blanket on Amazon. Fantastic. You have a wonderful holiday and enjoy that naughty role play. Sexy Santa. Are you going to be a naughty elf, Carol? Do you have an elf costume? I'm the naughty Santa. She's the naughty Santa. Oh, you are. And what are you, David? I'm the elf. I just go around doing what she tells me to do. (laughs) I love it. Carol, I want your life. Well, thank you so much, Carol and David. This has been a delicious conversation, just like I knew it would be. And I wish you both the happiest of holidays. Thanks, Sadie. Thank you. I love how Carol is the sexy Santa and David is the helpful elf. I love that. My naughty creative wheels are turning over here. Are yours? Mm. Such a fun role play. I'm going to file that away. Well, that was so delicious and insightful. And now I want to know, I want to know what you learned today about swinging that you didn't know before. You should absolutely DM me, find me on social media and let me know. I know today I learned this. I learned that a soft swap could be a fun holiday activity. Just saying. But I also really love how when you feel safe and secure in a relationship that you want to explore new things sexually with someone. And I know I've had that experience in my post-divorce dating. It has been so so freeing. And it's also allowed me to be a lot more open-minded when it comes to what other people want to do in relationships. So I say to all the couples out there, whether you're married or otherwise, you do you. If swinging works for you, I think it's fantastic. And like I said at the top of the episode, my views uh, around monogamy and sex have really broadened and then some since my divorce. And I'm a big fan of trying new things and being creative, especially in the bedroom. Well, talking about all this festive role-playing, and new and different experiences is making me feel especially happy, which makes it the perfect time to share a tip to happiness with you. Sadie's tips to happiness. David and Carol's story inspires this week's tip to happiness, which is break out of your routine. David and Carol did it with their sex life and it led to a whole new delicious world. And I'm not saying you need to swing or have a threesome or make this a tip about anything sexual at all, unless you of course want to. But what I'm encouraging you to do this week is to just, you know, mix it up a bit. If you always buy apples, buy some oranges. If you always eat peanut butter on your toast in the morning, hey, switch it up with a little jelly on your toast. Maybe you'll learn that you like something that you didn't realize you liked before. Or maybe this means you do more social things. I mean, it's the holidays, right? It's the season to be with friends and family. I mean, we've Netflixed and chilled for a long time now, team. Let's have some fa-la-la-la-la with others. Or maybe breaking out of your routine means that instead of spending time on dating apps, you take yourself, I don't know, to Target and you shoot your shot with a guy in the yogurt section. I've tried it. It's kind of fun. Or maybe you mix it up with your wardrobe. Maybe you jazz it up. You wear a jazzy tie or a nice fitted sweater or shirt or whatever, something bright and colorful. Maybe you add a different shade of lipstick for the holiday season. Whatever makes you feel dashing and delicious 
I just want you this week to break out of your routine. That is my tip to happiness. Just choose an area out of your life, you know, where you can just try something different in your day-to-day routine. And I have a feeling that this decision is going to give you a boost and maybe some inspiration and definitely a little more happiness. It was so fun to replay this steamy episode for you today. Remember that season three of Sadie's Divorced and Happy returns with a punch on Wednesdays in September. And I'm so excited to come back with new episodes and amazing guests. And I just need you to join me. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to rate and review the podcast. You can also stay connected to this playful life after divorce community by following me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and now Pinterest at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. And be sure to visit my website, divorcedandhappy.net, where you'll find all of my podcast episodes, my free eight tips to happiness download, and my life after divorce blog. I'm your host, Sadie Marie, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Until then, be sure to treat yourself to some delicious act two fun.